0: Welcome to Board Game Top Tens, episode 376, for Wednesday, October 19th, 2016. This is the BGG Page Views Edition. Last week, everything was down from where it has been over the last several months, and I speculated that might have had to do with Essen. I think that speculation is right on, because this week everything is not only up from last week, but up from where it's been for the last few months. So, it's surged back up. Here's what I mean. Last week, there were two games above the 30,000 mark. This week, there are seven, which breaks the previous record of five from August 17th, shortly after Gen Con. Last week, there were only five games above 20,000. This week, there are 16, which again is a record, breaking the previous record of 13 from that same week of August 17th. Last week there were 27 games above 10,000. This week there are 41, which again breaks a record, previously set on September 7th of 34. So there are a ton of high-attention games. The page-view total is just way up, and this is not uncommon. This sort of thing happens in the fall Uh, It happens, it's a boost after Gen Con, there's another big boost after Essen, and it usually carries us right through the end of the year. So in this second era of high-flying, it should be interesting to see exactly what kinds of performances we can get. We have some impressive ones this week. I'm going to start and do all the 20,000s. So I'm going to start at number 16 with Star Wars Rebellion by Corey Kaneska, published by Fantasy Flight Games, 20,597 views. At number 15, Not Alone, by Ghislaine Masson, published by Geek Attitude Games, with 20,680 views, or just 83 more than Star Wars Rebellion. Sliding three spots to number 14 is Pandemic Legacy, by Matt Leacock and Rob Davio, published by Z-Man Games, with 21,700 views. 713, it's about 1,100 more than Not Alone At number 13 is Innis by Christian Martinez Published by Madigo with 21,906 or 193 more than Pandemic Legacy Tumbling out of the top 10, down 4 to number 12 is Cry Havoc by Grant Rodiek, Mikhail Orach and Mikhail Valchak published by Portal Games, with 22,935, about 1,000 more than Innis. That is actually up almost 5,000 views from last week, and it slides four spots. Down two spots to number 11, The Colonists, by Tim Pauls, published by Mayfair Games, with 23,559, about 600 more than The Colonists, and again, that is 6,000 more than it had last week, loses two spots. Into the top 10, returning after 20 months away, uh, and charting for the eighth time, is Conan by Frederick Henry, published by Monolith, with 27,325. That is a gain, a significant gain of about 20,000, as... Its Kickstarter backers, Kickstarter project, had raised $3.3 million, and they are finally receiving their copies about a year late. Conan has almost 4,000 more than the colonists, so there is actually a... the top 10 are set apart from those below them. Sliding two spots to number 9 is Seafall by Rob Davio, published by Ironwall Games and Plaid Hat Games, with 29,242. That's a 10,000-view increase, or 58%. And yet, it loses two positions. Almost 2,000 more than Conan. Sliding three spots after two weeks at number 5, to number 8 is Mansions of Madness, 2nd edition, by Nicky Valens, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 29,928, about 700 more than Seafall, about 8,000 more than it had last week, or 39%, and it loses three positions. Sliding four spots to number seven is Great Western Trail, by Alexander Feaster, published by Stronghold Games, with thirty thousand six hundred five or about 700 more than Mansions of Madness. That's a gain of almost 4,000, and it loses four spots. The first of our two debuts is at number six, Cottage Garden, by Uwe Rosenberg, published by Edition Spielwies, with 31,846, or about 1,200 more than Great Western Trail. The theme here is Planting Beds of Flowers. It's a tile placement game using what they call polyominoes, or what I think of as blockus-like or patchwork-like pieces uh, that you use on your own personal board, which is also quite similar to patchwork. After three weeks at number two, sliding all the way down to number five is Scythe by Jamie Stegmeyer and Alan Stone, published by Stonemeyer Games with 33,825 about 2,000 more than Cottage Garden, and only 58 fewer than last week. It's a decline of 0.2%. This is four weeks now of incredible stability within a very narrow range for Scythe, but it falls to the lowest position it has seen since June 29th. The higher of our two debuts is at number 4, a Feast for Odin, also by Uva Rosenberg, published by Z-Man Games, with 34,248. So it edges out Scythe by only a little more than 400 views. This is described as a saga in the form of a board game. The theme, of course, with Odin there, is Vikings. There's a central board where players will hunt, gather and refine materials, they'll develop buildings and build ships on their own personal boards, they'll raid. It's a big game, there's almost 400 tiles and 250 cards. It's also very uh, very popular right now. Online game stores have sold out of it. After climbing three spots last week, climbing three more to number three is Arkham Horror, the card game, by Nate French and Matthew Newman, published by Fantasy Flight Games, with 43,000 290. That's a gain of 23,000 views, or about 118%. The rules were released about a week ago, and because of that, much conversation has ensued. 43,290 makes it the 38th most views in a week ever. But it's only number 3. After two weeks at number 2, One, sliding back to number two, is Terraforming Mars by Jacob Vrexelius, published by Stronghold Games, with 53,405. That is a gain of 475 points, or just about 1%, but it loses ground to the number one game. That is also the 24th most views in a week ever. This is also, in addition, Terraforming Mars having its 10th week on the countdown, making it only the 38th game to have 10 or more weeks in the top 10. But what game on this high-performing week has booted out everything else? Well, it is the game that was number 1 three weeks ago, slid to number 3, and then 4, and now has rebounded back up to number 1, Mechs vs. Minions by Stone LeBrande and Riot Games, with... 151,850 views, a gain of 540%, or well over 128,000 views more than it had last week, to absolutely crush the number one spot. That is, well far and beyond the previous record for a a week for a number one game. Remember, Scythe really launched us on this path when it had about the mid-60s, 1,000, 67,000. Mansions of Madness, one week, spiked all the way up to 88,000. That was the record for all of about three months. And now here comes Mechs versus Minions destroying that record, having a, crushing it by 63,000 views. 151,000. Now, of course, as I discussed previously when Mansions of Madness set the bar, we are in a different environment than previous games that have been the number one game. And you notice, of course, that all of these other games are well over 20,000, 30,000 views. What we can do is we can look at a ratio to see what kind of, you know, how impressive this, how... Not how impressive, but it helps to look at the historical records that we have and, and makes them seem also impressive, even though they don't have the same ridiculously high page view total. Uh, for example, we can compare the ratio between the number one game and the number two game. And the ratio there is 2.84. Mechs versus Minions has 2.84 times as many views as Terraforming Mars. And that's good. Uh, it's but it's not super outstanding for games that have been the number one game. In fact, it is the th- uh, well, it is the second best by a little bit, but Star Wars Imperial Assault, when it was number one, had a little more than three times as much as the number two game. We can also compare it to the number ten game. It has five point one nine times as many views as the number ten game. And again, that's good, but it's it's uh, better than m- some. Better than most of the games that have had the most number of views, but not as good as the best. Marvel Dice Masters had almost seven times what the number 10 game had in the week that it was the most. And then the final thing we can do is we can compare the games, add up all the view totals between numbers 2 and 10, and then compare that. And here we see that it falls pretty much right in line with what other games have done. Uh, Still, better than most. Pathfinder had... 0.51% 0.51% or I guess that'd be about half of the views that positions 2 through 10 had Max vs. Minions is 0. 0.48 whereas when, uh, in Mansions of Madness had been 0. 0.46 so that's right in keeping still not as good as Marvel Dice Masters which was 0. 0.62 it had almost a third whereas Max vs. Minions has not quite half the views that numbers 2 through 10 have so I know that's a lot of numbers Throwing at you the point is, yes, this is a really crazy high view total, but in proportion to the other games in the top ten, it is more or less in keeping with historical patterns for games that vault all the way to number one. Uh, Naturally, the reason it is number one is because... Well, it was announced that it was going to be released. I thought it was just going to be pre-orders or like a Kickstarter type thing. But no, it was actually orders. And those orders were then delivered. So people already have this game that was pre-ordered less than two weeks ago. Or rather, ordered less than two weeks ago. So quite an accomplishment for Riot Games in dropping this bomb on everybody's laps and then delivering We'll see what it does next week. I don't think we're going to see 150,000 views again, but all bets are off for how the competition is going to fly when we come around next week. For Wednesday, October 19th, 2016.